On this episode, the most important trait for success and how semen retention can help you develop it. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thank you for being here, for listening, for being part of this community, this movement of men. We are remaking ourselves and our lives. We are unleashing our real, true, most powerful selves creating the life that we truly desire, and we're doing it on a foundation of sacred, empowered sexuality. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad to be on this journey. I'm glad you're on this journey as well. Let's talk about what I believe is the most important trait for success. I'm going to make an argument that it is the most important, backed by some science. Of course, there's no definitive answer to the most important trait, but it's very, very important as we're going to talk about. And also, how we can develop that trait with our sexuality and some of the things that we talk about and work on together here on this show and in this community. So I want to tell you about an experiment. This is called the Marshmallow Experiment. At least it's uh, been, uh, it's now known as that. It was published in 1972 by a guy out of Stanford uh, named Walter Mischel. So he did a bunch of experiments in the 60s. Uh, with kids about four and five years old. And one of the experiments that he did with these kids was called the marshmallow experiment. And what he did is he brought the child into a room, into a private room, set one marshmallow on the table. And again, these are four to five-year-olds, set one marshmallow on the table and said, I'm going to come back in 15 minutes. If you wait and don't eat this marshmallow, I'm going to give you a second marshmallow when I come back. But if you eat the first marshmallow, you won't get a second one, right? So that's the basic setup of the experiment. They run this, and what they find is that, as you would expect, some kids immediately eat the marshmallow, like two seconds in, right? Some kids wait a little bit longer. Some kids are kind of bouncing around. They're uneasy. They're, you know, they go through these uh, machinations of movement, and eventually they give in. And then there's a small group of kids who wait the full time. They wait the full 15 minutes and they end up getting the second marshmallow. So not that interesting all on its own. Where it became very, very interesting is that they followed these kids and did repeat studies and they ended up doing repeat studies, looking at so many different things for over 40 years on these kids. And they evaluated all kinds of things like their SAT scores, their substance abuse, their likelihood of obesity, social skills, all kinds of things that they measured for over 40 years on these kids. And what they found is that over and over and over again, the kids who waited, the kids who were able to wait the 15 minutes and ended up getting the second marshmallow had better scores on everything they evaluated. So they had higher SAT scores. They had lower levels of substance abuse. They had lower likelihood of obesity. They had better social skills as reported by their parents. They had basically generally better scores in a huge wide range of life measures in repeated studies over and over again for over 40 years, almost any capacity that they measured. So this basically proved without question 
that the ability to delay gratification is absolutely critical to our success and maybe the most critical trait that we have because our ability to delay gratification determines our ability to grow because growth and improvement in any area, your mental health, your emotions, your physical health, business, relationships, whatever it is, growth in every single area requires delayed gratification. It is a price that we must pay in order to grow. You can look at this like, you know, going to the gym instead of doing something else that would be more gratifying short term because you're trading that for the long term greater gratification of what you're going to get by being healthy. It's delaying the gratification of eating a bowl of ice cream and eating a steak and rice instead so that you can get the greater payoff later of having improved health. And again, it applies to every single aspect of our life, really. We're making these kind of choices constantly. And it has a huge, huge impact on our success and not only on our success, but on our ability to get better. If we cannot delay gratification, we will not be improving and getting better in the various aspects of life. So as evidenced by the marshmallow experiment and the follow-on studies, in every area of life, when we have a greater ability to delay gratification, we will be more successful, period. So the trait of being able to delay gratification which again is just tra it's trading something that has some appeal, some value right now. Being willing to resist that, to leave it alone in order to trade it for something that has greater value later on. Our ability to do that is a huge factor in our success. Now, this brings up a question, which is can we improve it? Right? Because they evaluated these kids, four to five year olds, and you might say, oh, well, okay. What about the kids who ate the marshmallow two seconds in? Are they just predetermined that they're not going to be successful? Are they just screwed? And the answer is no. And the answer is we can most definitely train this. There was a group at the University of Rochester who did a study that was published in 2013. And what they did is they did the same marshmallow experiment, but they added a twist, which was they essentially took these kids through an experience that either built their delayed gratification muscle, and I'll tell you exactly what they did in just a second, but it either built their delayed gratification muscle or it weakened it. And then it played out that way. So here's what they did. They took the first group and they took them through a few unreliable experiences, meaning uh, they gave them a small box of crayons and they said, I'm going to come back in a few minutes and bring you a bigger box of crayons. But they never came back, or they never brought the bigger box of crayons. Or they gave them a small sticker, and they said, I'm going to come back with a better selection of stickers. But they never came back. So these kids had kind of unreliable experiences when it comes to delaying gratification. They basically learned through that experience that I should just take this thing that I have now because the supposed better thing that's coming later isn't really going to come. That's basically what it's training them to do, right? Then they took a second group and they went through reliable experiences. So same things, 
but they brought the bigger box of crayons back. They brought the better selection of stickers back. So this group was essentially trained to say, okay, one, waiting for gratification is worth it because this better thing is going to come and I have the capability to wait. So it trained them essentially one way or the other. And very interestingly, it literally only took a few minutes of unreliable or reliable experiences. It's not like they conducted this over years. Literally a few minutes of either reliable or unreliable experiences made such a difference that group two, the group who went through reliable experiences where they were essentially strengthening their delayed gratification muscle, they were again, believing waiting for gratification is worth it. They were believing I have the capability, the capacity to wait. That second group, after just a few minutes of those experiences, waited four times longer on average before they ate the marshmallow. So immediately in only a few minutes of essentially training their delayed gratification muscle, they saw results. So what these tell us is two things. Number one, we've got to recognize the importance of delayed gratification and have awareness of it. Notice how it plays out in the different aspects of our life. Notice how it's played out in the past, maybe to our disadvantage. Be aware and have the intention of using it to our advantage going forward and recognizing that we need to have that ability to delay gratification. And the second part is recognizing we can change it. We absolutely can change it. If a few minutes of a child being taken through an experience where they didn't even realize what was happening and such a simple experience, a few minutes of that can essentially train or weaken their delayed gratification muscle, how much ability do you think you have as a conscious adult who can work on stuff for a long period of time? How much do you think you can build your delayed gratification muscle? A fuck ton. You can build it a lot. <laughs> you can build it very, very strong. And the way that you build it is by practicing. It's by having those experiences over and over again where you delay gratification a little bit and then you get that payoff, right? So the payoff in the, the University of Rochester study where they, they took a group through either reliable or unreliable experiences, the payoff there was kind of this external source, right? It was, uh, the payoff was either the researchers were going to bring the bigger box of crayons, you know, or they weren't. Largely, the payoff comes kind of internally, comes within yourself, within your own life. You're not waiting for that payoff from some external source. But the way that you build that delayed gratification muscle is by exercising it. And as I've talked about before, the best way to start to build habits, the best way to start to build discipline, which, you know, whether we call it delayed gratification or discipline, different nuances and those words have different kind of flavors. But in a lot of ways, we're kind of talking about the same thing, right? The discipline to go for your workout is framed another way as the ability to have delayed gratification to say, you know, that even though sitting on the couch might be more gratifying in the moment, might be feel more fun, appealing, whatever. I'm going to put that off and go do this other thing instead so I can have the greater payoff later, right? So very, very close to, and in a lot of ways, essentially is discipline. 
as we've talked about before, building these things, building everything in our life really comes down to stacking a bunch of small bricks, stacking bricks over and over again. And they're not giant 10 foot by 10 foot blocks. That's not how buildings get built, except for the pyramids, maybe. But that's not how we build buildings. What do we do? We stack brick after brick. And they're not giant bricks that are four feet by four feet. They're small bricks. And we stack a lot of them. And that's how you build traits and habits. And that's how you can build delayed gratification. So start small and start building that one small thing at a time, right? That getting one day where you eat clean for one day, knocking out a 10 minute workout if you haven't been training at all, committing to knocking out a 10 minute workout every day if you haven't been training every day, committing to knocking out a five minute workout every day if you haven't been training every day. Everywhere that you can apply delayed gratification, you will start to strengthen that muscle. However, there's one area that probably strengthens that muscle, that trait of delayed gratification more than anything else. Because just like with other things, if we sort of exercise something a little bit, it's going to build it up a little bit. If we exercise it a lot, it's going to build it up a lot. Makes sense, right? So small things in all areas of life where you can practice delayed gratification are going to build that muscle. But when you can do bigger things that test your delayed gratification, it will thus build it more, right? So again, I've kind of talked about from a discipline standpoint, the things that test your discipline the most are the things that actually build your discipline the most when you lean into it and when you do the discipline thing. Something that's only a little bit hard to do, discipline-wise, delayed gratification-wise, is going to build that a little bit. Something that's really hard to do, that takes a lot of discipline, that takes a strong delayed gratification muscle, is going to build it more. And we know that our sexual desire and our sexual drive, and in a lot of, ga- a lot of guys, the drive to ejaculate, is very strong. It's very strong. So it takes a lot of discipline. It takes a strong delayed gratification muscle to not do that. However that looks, right? To put that off, to delay it. And in this case, what you're doing is you're trading that potential, you know, few seconds or whatever of release, that little bit of good thing for a much bigger pile of good things later. That's the fundamental thing of what is happening in delayed gratification. We're trading it for something better later. That's what's happening when you practice semen retention. So when you retain, and whether you're retaining where you're not having any kind of activity at all, whether you're retaining with you know a positive edging practice, as I've talked about so many times, and coach guys on, as you're, uh, if you're practicing retention and you're edging and you're having sex, however you're practicing it, if you're practicing retaining your seed, you are building your delayed gratification muscle big time, big time, because it's hard. It's not easy to delay gratification when it comes to that, because it's such a, you know, because it's such a powerful drive, number one, because we develop poor habits around it, we get in the habit of not delaying gratification from our youth often, right? Where we just dive into that and we want that instant momentary feel good thing. 
And so we kind of wire ourselves that way. So it is hard, but that means that as we execute on it, as we are able to delay gratification by practicing retention, it is going to build your delayed gratification muscle big time. This is one of the reasons why I see over and over and over again, so many guys experience incredible changes in themselves and their lives when they start practicing semen retention. We can look at other aspects of why that is. They have greater you know, physical energy. Uh, they have greater mental energy and clarity. They have greater confidence in, in themselves. They have a, a, a greater, more open perspective of who they are and what their world can be and the possibilities that are open to them. All of these things that, and it's those and so many others that result from practicing retention, we can look at, okay, how is that going to improve their life, right? Better physical energy, that, that has consequences, that has positive consequences in life. But at its core, one of the biggest reasons why guys go through such a big change and why they're often able to change other things in a really positive way when they practice retention is because they're building their delayed gratification muscle in a big way. So you're building it by practicing that. And now as you go to those other aspects of life, how you eat and whether you're exercising, how you are in relationships and how you're working on your business and how you show up to work and all these other things, as you go out into those other areas, you're taking a stronger delayed gratification muscle. You make better choices you're more successful, right? Being successful in any area of life, it's making better choices that lead to a better payoff, lead to the payoff that we want. And as we saw in that study, in the marshmallow experiment and the, and the studies that came after, have a stronger, more developed, delayed gratification muscle, you're gonna be more successful in every possible way we can look at it, whether it's social skills, intelligence, all the things all the aspects of success, you're going to be better if you have a strong delayed gratification muscle. So practice working on and strengthening and building your delayed gratification muscle and recognize that semen retention might be, as far as I'm concerned, it's the most powerful way to build that. There's no more powerful way to build your delayed gratification muscle, i.e. your discipline than to practice semen retention. And then what's going to happen as you take that stronger delayed gratification muscle out into life, man, it's going to have such an impact in so many areas of your life. And it does. I see it over and over and over again. And it's my favorite thing is it's my favorite thing about working with guys on this, about talking about these kind of subjects and this part of our life, our sexual part of our life, because when we dial it in because of the wide range of ways that it affects us and how deeply it affects us, including our delayed gratification muscle, it just leads to these big changes in life. And they're not instant because no changes in life are instant. But often, they're much quicker than you would think. You know, I've talked to guys who five, 10 years, they've kind of been in the same pattern. They go through a period of, you know, working on senior retention, maybe they're doing coaching, whatever it is. And three months later, it's like they're a whole different person. So it's not overnight, but things can change relatively quickly when you change the fundamentals of what's happening in your being, in your body, in your mind, in your emotion, in your energy. And there's really no more fundamental way to change that that I've ever found than practicing semen retention or on the other side of it, 
you know, ejaculating every day, right? You can be on the negative side of this where you're basically, you know, just like the kids in the, in the, the university of Rochester study where they had unreliable experiences where they, they just, they didn't have that experience of, uh, seeing the benefits of delayed gratification. On the other hand, they, they basically were training that there weren't benefits. If we're, if we're approaching our sex life and our sexual health, where we're ejaculating every day, we're kind of training our delayed gratification muscle to be weak. So we can be on either side of this, be on the positive side of it, man, be on the positive side of it, push to the next level. Here's what I would suggest when it comes to semen retention is push to the next level that you haven't tested for yourself before. So if you've gone a week, shoot for three weeks, see what three weeks feels like. If you're brand new to this and you've never gone more than a day or two, shoot for a week, go for a week and see that, see what that feels like. If you've done a few weeks, try a couple months, see what that feels like. If you've, if you've done it in quote, hard mode where you're not stimulating, masturbating, whatever at all, which I do not recommend long-term especially, but if you've only tried it that way, try incorporating edging. What you'll find is that as you practice retention, the more sexual activity you have while you're still retaining, the more it will build that fire and your power. Right. So if you're just not doing anything, the quote hard mode that gets passed, passed around the, you know, nofap community and came from that. If you're doing that, yes, you're eliminating the negative withdrawal of energy, but you're not particularly building it up. You're just eliminating the drawdown. Right. So it is going to build up to a certain degree. But when you start having regular activity, meaning you're having a mindful, porn free edging practice, ideally every day, but as often as you can. If you're also having sex, the more sexual activity you have while you're retaining, the more that fire will build up. And again, man, I, I've so, from me to you as a human being, you know, some of you guys I know, I've been able to talk to a lot of you guys, a bunch of, a bunch of you listening, you know, we've never met. I don't know your name, but you're a real human being. I'm a real human being. One man to another, I'm telling you, practice semen retention, test it for yourself. It's up to you, the path that you choose at that point, but at least get the experience, push to the next level, understand what it feels like, how it affects you. And I think what you will likely find is that it is the most powerful change you can make in your life. And I think you'll find that it leads to so many other positive things. As always, I'm here to support you guys. I'm sending you guys all my best. Lots of new, awesome things coming down the pipeline for you guys for this community. So I'm looking forward to that. I appreciate you as always. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.